I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. This episode of the Raptors Everything Podcast is brought to you by our official sponsor, Kentucky Fried Chicken, the new official food of basketball. So make sure you're never missing buckets. Order yours online at kfc.ca. And get it before tip off. So I'm recapping the Toronto Raptors, one twenty three to one fourteen win over the Golden State Warriors. Um, actually, apologies in advance. I'm not feeling that great right now, so maybe my voice sounds a little strange. Um, but yeah, two a.m. The Raptors have uh, defeated the Warriors on the road, just as it was last year when the Raptors went four and zero when they shut down Roracle. This time around, the Raptors are in. The Warriors gentrified new arena, the Chase Center. Uh, they finally moved it back uh, across the uh, the bay to uh, San Francisco. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of excitement for the game, I guess, because the Raptors were going back to, um, you, know, you know, just the Bay Area. And obviously there's a lot of great memories from there. The Raptors... Uh, you know, famously won Game Six of the NBA Finals last year and won the first ever championship for the Toronto Raptors uh, there last year. But you know, it's something about it felt really weird. I mean, I think it mostly has to do with the Warriors. Um, they only have four returning players on the roster who were on the 2019 roster. Um, you know, and, and you if you think of all the principal characters, you know, obviously Steph. He's been out pretty much the whole year with that hand injury. And uh, Clay, uh, you know, he got hurt by Danny Green on that chase down block attempt um, in game six. And he's been out ever since. Uh, Kevin Durant, you know, he got hurt in game five. And, you know, he's now rehabbing, you know, in Brooklyn and uh, eating snake with, uh, you know, Serge Ibaka. And DeMarcus Cousins is, again, also hurt. And he's, I don't even know, he's technically not even on the team. He was with the Lakers, but he hasn't played this year. Sean Livingston retired. Um, even guys like Quinn Cook moved on. Alfonso McKinney moved on. Like, it just feels weird to play the Warriors. And at least Steph was there tonight. And he made his return, uh, which was great. Uh, I'm very happy uh, just for the game itself. Gave the Raptors a bit of problems, but still, you could kind of figure the Raptors were still going to win this game. Um, but it just felt a little strange to go back, you know? Um, you know, the Raptors, were, for their part, they returned 10 members of the championship team. Obviously, Kawhi and Danny moved on to Los Angeles, but, you know, the Raptors still the Raptors. They came in with all the swag, and, and, you know, it was just weird to see, you know, Damian Lee and Marquise Chris and these just Dragon Bender, just some very random players, Um that were there for the Golden State Warriors, but hey, listen, take nothing away from this win. Um, you know, obviously the story of this game is Norman Powell having a career high thirty-seven points. Um, first off, he's had his career high already set this year with uh, thirty-three, but yeah, thirty-seven for Norman Powell tonight. And you know, 
it's just such a joy to watch him right now. Since returning from injury, he scored 22 points, 24 points, and 26 points. Now 37 points, career high. Keep in mind, his left hand is still wrapped. Um, so, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's recovered and he can use it. But also, uh, he's still wearing a wrap for a reason. And, um, yeah, he's he's just he's just killing teams, man. He's killing teams. You know, the, one of the best parts about watching Norm right now um, is the fact that you just know he's going to go for a run at some point. Um, usually it's the second quarter. Uh, you know, he did it, uh, against Phoenix. You know, he really stepped up and sort of led the comeback charge for the Raptors when the Raptors fell down big. And today it's not like the Raptors fell down against the Warriors. They were just kind of like keeping it close, whatever, you know, to be honest, the Raptors played that much defense, but Norm Powell in that second quarter gave the Raptors this push, this separation when the Raptors got up by 14, um, by just going supernova like he went five of five to start that quarter he at one point scored 15 of the raptors 17 points in a stretch he finished the quarter with 19 points in just that one quarter alone um and he just carried it throughout i mean it's just everything's working for him right now it's it's great to see i've already detailed um his ability to drive to the rim and finish there he's been very very efficient in that front um you know, he's, again, you know, whether there's Eurostep or whatever, he's just getting to the lane. He's getting to his shot. He's finishing the shot. And honestly, when he's not finishing the shot, he's getting the foul call, and he's going to the free throw line, and he's knocking those down. Um, you know, the one thing that's been slightly missing from Norm's game is the three-point shooting. Uh, since returning from injury, he wasn't as sharp, which, again, totally normally is a hand injury. But today, a return back to... Um, what he's been doing on the year in terms of the three-point shooting, around 40%. Norman Powell today, four of eight from deep. Uh, and honestly, some very impressive ones. Like one late shot clock situation, you know, he's on, he's stuck on the perimeter against Marquise Chris. He looks at him, he just goes, mm, I'll just pull up, swish, you know. And uh, Norm is playing awesome, awesome basketball. Uh, one thing I like about Norm today also is that, you know, because Fairman Elite remains out, um, you know, with some mysterious injury, I guess the shoulder. Um, there was nobody in the starting lineup to guard Steph. Uh, normally, obviously, Fred VanVleet would do it. He got a finals MVP for how well he defended Steph. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, you just don't want to use Kyle in that matchup. To be honest, it's not like Kyle's not a good defender, but just on ball, it's not the best use of Kyle. He's, such a much, he's much better as a help defender. And also, Steph's just a really difficult matchup. You don't want to put all those miles on Kyle. So, that responsibility fell to Norm. And Norm, you know, I got to give him credit. He did a pretty good job of it. Look, you're not going to hold Curry scoreless. Like, you know, you're not going to shut him down. Even off injury, he looked pretty good. He looked pretty fresh. Um, but, you know, like, in terms of just guarding stuff, he did a pretty good job. Norm, you know, he executed the game plan. Uh, he swarmed Curry at the three-point line, you know, made him turned him into a more of a driver, more of a playmaker in the paint. And, you know, Steph threw some amazing passes. Steph is like a Hall of Fame point guard, quite possibly, if not the best point guard of all time, like at minimum top three. So he's going to make some great plays. You're not going to shut this guy down. But uh, Norm did a pretty good job containing him. And, you know, um, you know, Norm took on the Steph assignment defensively with the starters. The bench, it was McCaw who came in and, and delivered some good pressure against um stuff that one you knew was coming i mean as much as it's like people like to make you know mccann and hating him into a meme or whatever like one of the things he does really well is pressure the ball and he knows Steph from playing with him for many years or for two years like yeah he's he's gonna guard stuff and it was a good matchup for them so on the whole i thought the raptors did a pretty good job defending stuff and um 
you know, I, I think they they were pretty effective in, in limiting him. But back to Norman, he was just he was great, and he was great throughout. You know, the only mistake Norm made all night really was uh, he on an inbound. The Raptors were up four points on an, they had the ball. They were inbounding, maybe like thirty seconds left in the game. Um, you know, they inbounded to the backcourt. Pretty good play, pretty smart play, pretty safe area to inbound the ball. Uh, but then Norm gets his pocket picked, and then he fouls. Uh, he commits a foul. It, it was an unfortunate play. Um, you know, it, it's just, yeah. But, you know, what you like about Norm is that he immediately redeems himself because on the ensuing possession, the Warriors got a couple of open threes. Somehow they miss all of them. They get a bunch of offensive rebounds. Again, they keep missing. And the ball finally gets kicked out back to Damian Lee, who was actually playing pretty well today. He's He's been on my fantasy team and stuff like that. Um, not a guy most people know, but... Yeah, he hit five threes today. He was good. And the kickout pass, you know, in all fairness to Lee, it was a little bit below him. You know, he couldn't get a clean catch. And Norm Powell just comes in, and because there wasn't a clean catch, just, like, claws the ball out of his hands and goes the other way. And, and you know, that uh, play resulted in a loose ball or in a clear path foul. So Norm Powell got two free throws. He hit both of those, got the ball back, got fouled again, hit some more free throws. And Norm was awesome. Norm was awesome. And he has been – Incredible. Honestly, you you look at him the season. Norman Powell has doubled his scoring. All right, he was at, he averaged about eight point six points per game last year. Right now, coming into the game, he's averaging sixteen points. Obviously, he had thirty seven today. It's probably going to go up to like sixteen point two or whatever. So he's basically doubled his scoring. Um, it's pretty impressive, man. That's pretty impressive. And honestly, if he had been healthy all year. There will be more talk and more discussion and more of a genuine discussion about how Norm Powell is one of the candidates for most improved player. Like, it's kind of amazing um, what he's doing, especially on the scoring end. Look, he's he's kind of not one-dimensional, but, you know, he, obviously he has one role and his role is to score, but he's done it really well. He's really efficient. You know, he's the second most efficient player in the Raptors rotation behind Matt Thomas, who basically just comes in and shoots, so almost doesn't even count. He's basically the most efficient player in the rotation. Um, and, you know, it's not even like he's just, you know, benefiting from other people or whatever and just finishing plays. Like, he's creating a lot of his own offense, too. Uh, and you look at it, Pascal Siakam last year went from, what, 7 points to 17 points you know, plus 10 point increase. Um, and yeah, you know, that was, uh, that was obviously enough to get a most improved player. Well, I mean, Norm's basically doing the same thing as he is, as Pascal was doing last year. So, um, very, very impressed by Norm. He continues to be great and just carries the team. Um, it's just offensively, um, for extended stretches. And he's done this multiple times this year. Uh, I thought Kyle was really good. Uh, is, you know, it's really funny that out of all the guys that got announced today, um, all these returning and defending champions who won the title off the Warriors, uh, it was Kyle Lowry who drew the biggest boos from the, uh, again, the, the highly gentrified uh, tech bro crowd. Um, you know, it's kind of funny to me, man. It's just funny, you know. It's it's almost like a sign of respect. Like, you know, you're only going to boo that man that hard because, you know, he hurt your feelings that bad. And, you know, if you go back to game six of the NBA Finals, Kyle Lowry scoring 11 straight points, finishing with 26 points and 10 assists. Uh, funny enough, that's actually exactly what Kyle Lowry had tonight, 26 points, 10 assists. And it was really kind of the same, you know, obviously the stakes are entirely different. Um, but, you know, it was kind of the same flow in terms of just like, yeah, you know, um, Kyle Lowry came out, set the tone, made sure the Raptors were got out to a good start. 
push the pace relentlessly in transition. The Raptors got 36 fast break points. That's incredible. Um, two points off their season high. Uh, and, you know, Kyle Lowry just kind of, as he always does, sets a tone and wanted to win and came out hot. He made a couple of shots. He, you know, he foul baited. I'm sure, you know, that's a big reason why people boo him is that Kyle Lowry plays the referees. But, like, you know, yeah, it is what it is, man. What what star doesn't play the referee? You know, it's just Kyle Lowry looks weirder when he does it. But, um, yeah, today 26 points, 10 assists for Kyle. Perfect 10 attempt from the free throw line. Great game. Stepped up in the fourth quarter, hit some uh, pull-up threes, set some really great screens to get the Raptors open, uh, you know, got to the free throw line, uh, had this great layup where he sneaked it in over Andrew Wiggins. First off, why are the Warriors using Andrew Wiggins as the designated defender against Kyle Lowry? It's, uh, Andrew Wiggins is not a guy who played defense. He, he's trying harder. He really is, but, I mean... When Kyle Lowry can just beat you on a line line drive straight to the rim and you have eight inches on him and you probably can jump twice as much as Kyle can, but he still gets a layup over you, you're probably not a good defender. And I don't know why the Warriors are guarding um, Kyle with uh, Wiggins, but whatever. It's, it's good to see the Warriors got another Harrison Barnes. Um, who else? Who else played well today? I thought OG was real solid, you know, just consistent with his play. Oh, and and Serge. Serge was really good. Um not even necessarily like this was a great game from Serge, like 13 points, 13 rebounds, but it was just really good to see Serge. Like, it felt really good to watch him. It felt really comforting that there was this man who was eleven and grabbing rebounds and uh, making hook shots in the paint and just being a presence, a guy who can block a shot in the basket, uh, who could deter a couple of, you know, turn a couple of uh, driving layups into passouts and kickouts and stuff like that. Um it was just great, you know. It just brought us stability to the team because, though, the Raptors need their centers, man. Like, it doesn't it, – it's it's just refreshing. You know, Serge has missed the last, what, three games with the uh, knee contusion or whatever it is, knee soreness. Um, And the Raptors, you know, they suffered because of it. Like, you know, like, Rondé shows a lot of heart. Chris Boucher came in, gave a great effort, but – you know they they need they need your their their two star centers back. Well, not even star, but just like you know dependable centers back. And, and Serge came back in, was as good as he usually is. You know they started the game looking for Serge a little bit. Um, you know got him a pick and roll, got it to the rim, finish another one where he sort of pump faked, got his you know defender moving, drove it all the way inside for a layup. And it's just the steady Serge Ibaka we've always known. He blocked Andrew Wiggins. You know, yeah, I miss Serge, man. I really miss Serge. Uh, he's he's a really big part of the team, and it was good to see him back out there again. OG, like I mentioned, real solid. Um, you know, defensively, the, my favorite thing about OG is that once per game, he's just gonna like rip the ball from a guy. Uh, today, that that the victim was Eric Pascal, who honestly was outplaying the other Pascal tonight. Um, although in the fourth quarter, that things changed, but yeah, you know, Eric Pascal had the ball. OG just like kind of just attacked him like a shark, just like bam. bam. Give him that ball and just wrestled away from him, get onto the fast break. And really, the Raptors, you know, defensively, this is where the Raptors won the game. I know the Raptors gave up 114 points, but it was really the defense in the fourth quarter where the Raptors were able to, um, uh, you know, pull away, uh, you know, limiting Golden State to 25 points, which isn't even that, even that good, but that was actually their lowest point quarter of the entire game. Um, and, you know, they had multiple sequences where the Raptors would get a steal, get on the fast break. And there was a lot of, like, um, 
clear path fouls in this game a lot more than usual it's a little strange but yeah og was really good in terms of that front and also one thing og did really well was you know on a couple of possessions because steph curry commands so much attention at the three-point line you're pretty much always sending two guys at him in the perimeter and, and usually if he screens with the big man you're, you're you're taking surge out of the picture because he has to come out to the three-point line to deny the three-point uh, pull-up shot and so steph obviously has been very used to this this has been happening to him for like pretty much his whole life basically um and so he's able to drive inside and create like a you know four on three situation for the offense where you know the Raptors just at a disadvantage and that's where you really need a good help defender like OG Anobi who can sort of um, you know check the pass and the, and the man in the corner but also when he needs to um, rotate over quickly and use his wingspan and strength to disrupt a play at the rim because generally speaking again Sarge is out in the you know more of the perimeter in rotation um, you know there's just and and again, there's a there's an overload for the offense, and you know, uh, OG made a couple of uh, plays defensively where he would, you know cause deflections, you know, create a couple of misses with his rotation. So, uh, you know, just a good game from OG Anobi. He's very solid. You know, again, a very very efficient game from him. Uh, you look at it, he's the fifth option, especially with Serge Ibaka back in the lineup. Um, but at the same time, 14 points on five of seven shooting, super efficient, three threes from the field. Um, got three steals as well, plus 11 in 38 minutes. OG was great. And the only other guy I haven't really mentioned is Pascal Siakam because, you know, this is a game where it was strange. I didn't think he was playing that badly. He was getting to his shots. He was just missing a whole bunch of makeable shots. And there's a lot of frustration. seems like everybody not wants to, but is paying obviously more attention to Pascal and what he's, what he's doing. Obviously I've done it too. So I'm not excluding myself, but I'm just saying like, you know, every game when Pascal doesn't score, it's like, there's this like crippling fear like oh my god are we getting taken for a ride first off you don't have to worry about that like um if you do just just remind yourself that you know on the biggest stage in basketball the nba finals pascal siakam averaged 20 points per game and 10 rebounds all right against the golden state warriors against draymond green a defensive player of the year just calm down okay he uh scored the game-winning layup uh in the nba finals in game six also he had a 15 of 17 game so just, you know, calm down with, like, the Pascal's maybe a fraud thing. Like, just just relax, okay? There's not a basis for that. But today, Pascal was missing a couple of shots. You know, you went 0 of 7 from the three-point line. A lot of those were very good looks. Um, but, yeah, it was a little weird to see Pascal, you know, not dominating this game. Look, the Warriors sent him the double teams and stuff like that. But it's not a team that's that good defensively. We just saw Norman Powell score 37 on them. It was a little weird to not see Pascal sort of dominate as well. But to me, it looked like he had a lot of good open shots and he just missed them. It happens. Um, obviously, it happens a little bit more to Pascal than other players, but it happens. Uh, what you like to see, though, is that in crunch time, when the Raptors were in one possession games, two possession game, they gave the ball to Pascal Siakam. Um, you know, Kyle Lowry did a, his job carrying the team defense or, you know, in terms of closing. Uh, Norm did his part. But really, when it came down to it, last two minutes, give the ball to Pascal and they worked that middle pick and roll action where Kyle Lowry would screen basically the same play they used to run for DeMar DeRozan where Kyle Lowry used to screen um and yeah pretty much same stuff really the Raptors would uh create a mismatch again as I mentioned Andrew Wiggins was guarding Kyle Lowry so when Kyle screened Wiggins was generally speaking picking up Pascal and Pascal was able to get all the way to the rim and finish um you know they, they ran two plays there back to back where Kyle got the screen, got Wiggins on, Kyle, you know, Siakam's able to shake Wiggins and get to his right hand and finish for the layup driving in. 
in another play where they switched it up, Norman Powell came over, dragged his man. I think maybe Damian Lee or something like that. Um, and Pascal was able to drive in and finish with uh, going left and also and one where he missed. But, you know, it was just nice to see. Again, like, whatever. Pascal's going to have these nights. It happens. Uh, obviously, if he's going to shoot so many threes, um, as I explained previously, like, Pascal is overall a good three-point shooter, but he also has a lot of games where he'll go 5-9 and nine, like he did against Phoenix. And then all of 7. And then you average it out. You're like, wow, 5 of uh, 16. It's not too bad. Well, yeah. He was really good one game and really bad the other game. But, um, you know, as long as he can keep getting to the basket and finding ways to do that. And also just not losing his confidence. Again, it just takes a lot of guts and crunch time. I get it. It's whatever. It's, it's a nothing game. And they won the NBA championship. But still, in a game when you're not really feeling it that much, and you're not really going that hot, um, to step up in like that in the fourth quarter and basically just seal the win is uh, – it's great to see. So, um, also got a couple of rotation notes before I get there, though. I want to shout out the uh, KFC bucket of the game. And as a reminder, uh, the Raptors Everything podcast is brought to you by our official sponsor, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Because you're a fan of buckets, then you're a fan of KFC. Order yours at kfc.ca and get it before tip-off. Um, so, the bucket of the game is pretty straightforward. Uh, Terrence Davis. Terrence Davis had an amazing play. Okay, first off, Terrence Davis not even played that well today. Uh, a little lost, uh, out of place, basically, defensively, offensively. Just a little shaky. Um, you know. But he made two impact plays. Basically, got two buckets of the game. Um, first one, he drove inside and had this like incredible Dr. J-like dunk. Basically, just like held it basically perpendicular to his body, really, really stretched out and, and dunked it on the drive. And then another one, then this is really the KFC bucket of the game, where he ripped out the rebound and just drove hard, like in beeline straight to the other way. And honestly, maybe it was just the Warriors didn't play that great defense. You know, uh, Wiggins was picking him up and he had him the whole way, but then Terrence just went all the way down and just dunked it. Like, it was an amazing highlight. I, I don't know how else to explain it otherwise, other than, you know, just... um just go watch the highlight. It, it's it's incredible, uh, and and it it's funny because again, Terrence didn't even have that good of a game, but he had the play of the game, and uh, again, that just kind of shows the kind of potential that this guy has um, as a rookie. He really is that explosive. But there's the other rotation notes. Um, so a very strange game in terms of just like uh, what you normally see. Again, Surge coming back starting helps a lot, um, but there was still this option of what you do a backup center. Chris Boucher was awesome against the Suns. Barely saw the floor today. The you know uh, Rondé didn't see any minutes in the first half, and then he played in the second half. Defensively, he was okay, but you know the, the Warriors immediately zoned the Raptors, and it was kind of awkward. Matt Thomas barely saw any minutes. McCaw saw some extended minutes. You know, actually not that bad today. I don't, I don't see a reason why anyone would complain about him today. Um, and then Terrence again, he was he had ten points and he led you know, the scoring off the bench, but he was also kind of shaky. So. His minutes were limited, so, um, yeah, you know, as the Raptors get healthy and send, uh, you know, they're going to have to figure out their rotation. For the most part, they know what their seven-man rotation is going to be. Um, they just need to find that eighth and ninth guy, and on a nightly basis, honestly, with so many options, they can kind of pick and choose who they're going to go to. Like today, for example, the Warriors didn't really play a backup center, so Boucher didn't really play that much, you know? It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be like that. Other nights, you know, against Phoenix, for example... You might need some more presence on the rim, and you go for Boucher. We'll see. So, uh, in terms of your three stars tonight, first star I'm going to give that to obviously Norman Powell, 37 points, a career high, three rebounds, two assists, three steals, 
13 of 20 shooting from the field, 4 of 8 from the three-point line, 7 of 7 from the free throw line, 38 minutes. Norm Powell, since coming back, has been sensational. And, you know, just here's hoping the Raptors have a game coming up against Detroit later in the month. Hopefully Norm skips that game because it seems to be always Detroit that gives him some problems injury-wise. But, uh, yeah, Norm Powell, we just got to keep him safe, keep him healthy, and keep him productive because, yo, he's been incredible of late. Uh, your second start tonight, that's got to go to Kyle Lowry, 26 points, 5 rebounds, 10 assists, 2 steals, uh, 6 of 14 from the field, 4 of 12 from the 3-point line, 10 of 10 from the free throw line. Um, yeah, just great. And also love that, you know, he only played 33 minutes. Uh, you know, Nick Nurse did go for an extended stretch there with pretty much an all-bench lineup with OG as the primary, as the only starter with them to start the fourth quarter, and that was against Steph and Wiggins, if you consider Wiggins a positive player. Um, and somehow it worked. But, yeah, that bought the, the Raptors some time, and Larry's minutes were cut down a little bit. And that's always good to see. You know, Larry playing 33, Serge playing 30. And even in a game that was close, you know, just good restraint on the part of Nick Nurse. Um, but, yeah, Kyle was great. You know, set the tone for the team. Again, 26-10 and 10 in uh, the Bay Area for Kyle Larry. Never going to get tired of seeing that. And then in terms of your third star, a couple of ways you can go with this. Um, but, ultimately, I'm going to give it to OG. I thought OG was real solid. Uh, 14 points, four rebounds, three assists, or th- three steals, five of seven from the field, three of four from three uh, in 38 minutes, you know, plus 11, you know, just again, just really solid defensively, played his role really well. Serge can get a shout here, even Pascal with the two clutch layups, but, you know, OG's been playing well. And uh, yeah, so in terms of Gerald Henderson Award, that's got to go to Damian Lee, uh, 23 points, five rebounds, three assists, a steal. 5 of 12 from the three-point line, honestly, you know, not that different from Clay Thompson today. No, I'm kidding. Clay's obviously amazing. But, um, yeah, he was, he was solid, you know. Again, it's hard to identify most of these players on the Warriors. It's, it's a very strange team at the moment. Um, but, you know, they have guys that step up. You know, once in a while, it's Jordan Poole. Today is cold. Sometimes it's Damian Lee. Sometimes it's Kai Bowman. You know, they got a weird team, but yeah, Damon Lee was, was solid tonight. Obviously, uh, hit the three at a pretty good rate, so uh, yeah, and he also fouled out. I mean, he was guarding Norm Powell, so that's tough. That's tough, but at least offensively, he, he gave him some boost, so that does it for the podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, once again, you know, programming note, you can watch um, Run It Back. It's come out this week. Me and Alex discussed... You know, Pascal's development and also OG's development, a little bit of Norm as well. So go check out that. Uh, you know, on Friday, uh, we're well, I guess this is probably when you're watching or, or listening. It's probably on Friday because you're probably not up right now, late. But, um, you know, around the NBA is also going to be out there too, where we sort of, me and Alex sort of banter about various topics around the NBA. So you can watch both of those on the Iowa Sports Canada YouTube page. Um, and, yeah, just, you know, Shouts to the sponsor, KFC. But uh, I'm tired. It's like 2.30 now, and I'm really not feeling that great. So the Raptors got the win. Things are good. The Raptors are slowly getting healthier and healthier and healthier, and uh, more good things are to come. So I'll talk to you after the next game. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.